Stand by for the latest episode of the Signal 50 Podcast with your hosts, Bravo and Alpha, two lifelong friends that swore an oath to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. Stand by for broadcast. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Signal 50 Podcast with your hosts, Alpha and Bravo. Bravo, good evening to you, sir. Long time no talk, long, no show in a while. So let's see if we let's see let's see if we can still do this. See if we remember how. <laughs> well, well, let me say first and foremost, hello everyone. Uh, I know Thanksgiving's coming up, and we want to get a show out to you. And yes, this is more of a uh, put one together because both Alpha and myself have been busy with our new jobs. Uh, we have new opportunities that are in front of us, and. We, going forward, we are going to look at doing shows every Sunday, like those conversations that we always had every week anyway, before we started sharing them with you and talking about those current events, because we are both committed to finding the hard truth to them. We just haven't had a chance in the last couple of weeks because we've been running with our heads cut off, literally. <laughs> yes. Like a chicken. Yes, trying to trying to get caught up to speed, uh, you know, <laughs> Uh, you know, personally and, and, and professionally and all sorts of stuff going on. So, you know, everybody, Hey, thanks a lot for bearing with us and, 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 you know, trusting us with your time. We really appreciate that. So anyhow, uh, without further ado, we just want to get into some quick hits here that we do every time we, uh, we do one of our programs. Uh, we didn't have a whole lot of time to put some stuff together. It's, it's just been an insane adventure over about the past month of ups and downs and ins and outs uh, for the both of us, like Bravo was saying, and uh, we do enjoy doing this. So, without further ado, let's kick it off. Bravo! So it's amazing how the top. world the world still continues to turn, um, and I'm glad to see that Greg Phillips and Kathleen Engelbart did get out of jail for their civil offense. Now, this is why I say this, Alpha. It's a civil offense. They were put in jail because they would not release their source regarding the conic uh, CEO implications with China getting information on the server and probably voter information, but I I can't say that for sure. Uh, But it seems like they threw them in jail to keep them quiet, and the judge is totally on the take for the conic side of the case. They're being sued civilly, and because they would not release their source of the information – they were put in jail. What do you think about that, Alpha? Is that does that sound like something that should happen in a civil case? Uh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. There have been cases before in the past where the judge has said, you know, show me your source, and a reporter will be like, I don't have to reveal my source. Well, you're going to go to jail until you do. I don't think it's right, but... It's it's one of those things that could be possible, I suppose. Well, civil cases, it's, it's not right. Yeah. It's not so right. from my from my reading of the story, just so everyone's up to date, they the judge was totally off base, and the uh, the federal court of appeals that overwatches that court uh, for this case agreed, and they were out in eight days. But during those eight days, they were treated like complete criminals. Uh, where they were shack- <clears throat> excuse me shackled and chained up and put in rooms where they they you know 
they had full range, you know, ability to watch Kathleen Engelbart all the time, even shower, you know, bathe. It was just, it's just, it's disgusting. These are, this is not the way our, our public is supposed to act. So I'm not sure no. what you think about that. Well, it's, 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 it's obviously a couple of different sets of rules, right? Sure. Rules for thee and rules for us, right? That's right. That's right. So anyhow, we got to move along. That's, sure. that's interesting. We talked about that case a while ago and, it's uh, it's real interesting. We'll now the just and just as a follow up, Connick, the CEO was uh, is still being tried. I'm not sure where the disposition of that is, but they're trying to divert people's attention by uh, civilly trying Engelbart and Phillips for libel or something like that. So it's ridiculous. Okay, well, I'm going to I'm going to throw us a little curveball, take us a little out of mm-hmm. order here. You know, uh, just a couple of days ago, uh, the attorney general in name only uh, <laughs> announced that he was going to uh, launch a special counsel investigation into President Trump uh, as it would relate to January 6th. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're they're the January 6th committees wrapping up in Congress, because as it does, does turn out, uh, we were able to. Uh, pull out a very slim win in the house, yep. uh, which is, which is good. Uh, and the house uh, Republicans uh, have announced that they are going to immediately start looking into Hunter Biden and Joe Biden's business dealings with some investigation. So, you know, this is a tit for tat, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to keep an eye on. It. I mean, you know, everyone can say, ah, oh, it's no big deal. You know what? It is a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. Uh, special counsels are never fun. If you are in front of them, uh, you get subpoenaed by them. Uh, it's going to cost they're going to lawfare everybody in the Trump orbit to death again. Right. Uh, with this nonsense. So it's, it's just more of the same, uh, banana Republic BS. Now it's interesting that you mentioned that the, uh, the, it seems like the house of representatives are going to start doing their job. And part of one of their delegated responsibilities, according to the constitution is the power of the purse. They can defund that special counsel very quickly if they wanted to. If they wanted to. Now let's see if they do. Yes. Right. And it's always, always going to be the question. We'll have to see. Sure. And that brings me up to uh, the experience I had with the RNC just today. I was telling you about this alpha earlier. The RNC calls looking for money and they called themselves the RNC college initiative. But the key word that I heard was RNC, the Republican national committee. And we all know that the Republican National Committee is run by Ronna McDaniels and places in the leadership, Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy, uh, some other rhinos that I'm not too fond of. And the reason why I had an interesting conversation after they asked me for some money for their RNC college initiative, where I said, can you explain to me the RNC's position on why Ronna McDaniels did not have attorneys ready to go in this past midterm election to ensure the integrity of the election. Now we're not going to call it fraud because that's not our job here, but I'm going to call the shenanigans that happen. The second part I want to, I want to bring up to your attention, alpha, uh, both Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell, Mitch McConnell more guilty than this, than uh, McCarthy. They threw money at the opponents of the MAGA candidates, the ones that were supported by president Trump to the Democrat that was running against him. So when they asked me for money, I said, I would rather give the money to Turning Point USA and Charlie Kirk 
they give it to the RNC, who has left us all high and dry, who are members of the Republican Party. So when that phone call comes to you, I strongly recommend you tell them to go take a flying. There you go. So what? So what you're saying is you trust Mexican tap water more than the RNC. That's correct. Yes, sir. I'd rather have mm-hmm. the trots than lose my money to the to the bots. Nice. Talk nice. about bots. Guess what happened with Elon Musk? That that deal <laughs> went right through. Oh, I love that transition. That was good, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. The um, the the deal with Elon did go through. That was what about three four weeks ago? A couple Alpha weeks booth. ago. Yeah. A couple weeks ago, he took full control of Twitter. And he fired. He's fired a bunch of people. So it's good to see that everyone's crying about it. The truth has come out that these uh, workers have lunch and breakfast and alcohol bars and all kinds of stuff that they can get their hands on during work when you and I are working our fingers to the bone, literally, and would never even think about doing that kind of stuff. But well, um, well, think about think about it this way. I mean, they had what do they had like seventy four hundred employees or something just stupid like that. Yeah, and um, it's interesting if you watch what happened. I mean. I believe Elon Musk had ninety something percent fired thus far uh, of the of the workers on and and Twitter, including uh, the lot. big head honchos, right? The oh yeah, 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 yeah the yeah, ones yeah. that were running Twitter into the ground. Well, and then you know, the look look what they're doing with that investor money. I mean, they, yeah. they they're they're a publicly traded company, and they've mm-hmm. got all this money coming in from people buying stocks and shares and yeah. all this other stuff, and and, and they they're running a. Uh, they're running an, an all night rave, mm-hmm. you know, with with all these people uh, all day every day with, you know, massages and and bars and whatever. And they these people had uh, stay at home jobs, and when they were making uh, high six figures, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it just cutting the overhead is going to make Twitter profitable, right? And the other thing I, I think is important to, to mention is there are there are articles out there there, and I've read this, and you you've seen it also where. Twitter has been completely connected to and directed uh, by government agencies to shush some people and shush the others. And the most famous one, of course, is President Trump when he had his Twitter um, account shut down on January 6th, uh, January 7th. Do you you wonder why these people are are crapping their knickers? Well, this is interesting you mentioned that because uh, Elon Musk does a, a poll of his own which was run so much better than the ones in the election, which we'll talk about in a little bit. And 52% to 48 said, put President Trump back on Twitter. Whether or not he'll come back is another story. He does have true social. However, the best part of all of this is he's back. And I was tweeting up a bunch of storms yesterday. You could see that I included you there, Alpha, about all the things that he said. And I was calling the left's attention to what he said that we should do it peacefully and that we should stop the nonsense. And um, it's amazing how it's starting to get out there all of a sudden. Well, we'll have to see what happens. Right, right. We'll have to see. So what else do we want to talk about? Well, let's talk about um, one of the in-depth things I think we should, you know, because we haven't had a chance to uh, get out there is the election that we just had, the midterms, right? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, what's there to say that, that everybody else hasn't said other than, I was not optimistic from the start. Yeah, yeah, I will. I will agree with you that I was a little bit too optimistic again, thinking that we got this thing fixed, which we never did. But no, you, you are no. correct. You, you, you said to me, uh, "Bravo, um, 
not that you, uh, that I owe you two steak dinners already, but, uh, things didn't go as I was hoping they would go. Now hope is, uh, or hopium as I like to call it <laughs> is it's nice to have, but it doesn't, it doesn't pay the bills in the end. That's it right. doesn't run the election either. So I, I, I will admit that my hopium factor was quite high. However, it's nothing to, uh, and Dan Bongino really talked about this in the last couple of weeks on his show about how we didn't do so badly. Why? Because we have the House of Representatives now. It's under our control. And we're told right now whether McCarthy is elected, and it looks like he will be, but he could be taken out a lot easier than the Senate majority leader or minority leader. They're still working that out. And that's another question that we'll get into here in a second. But let, let's, let's call it the way it is. We have the House of Representatives. Alpha, what do you think? Would have rather had the Senate too, uh, obviously, sure. for obvious reasons. I would have rather have had, you know, what... I was very quietly hoping was going to be a blowout victory. Mm-hmm. Apparently things are just aren't bad enough yet. Right. right. Uh, it, it's, it's really crazy. Um, you mean like in terms of people, you know, like, Oh, it's not so bad or, Oh, they listen to the new, they're not really seeking the hard truth or they're maybe not. They just haven't <laughs> suffered enough pain yet. Mm. Well, get ready because it's coming. Oh, absolutely. It's coming. Uh, you know, look, some of the down ballot candidates on the Republican ticket did pretty good. Mm-hmm. We we took a lot of school boards. We we did a, we flipped a lot of governorships. We flipped uh, a lot of local elections. I mean, mm-hmm. we did overall. It was a solid showing. Mm-hmm. All right. Was I hoping for a complete and total tidal wave? Absolutely. It's about perspective, though. Also. It's how I we just look don't at think, it. I don't think we're ready. I think that I think the next election cycle is going to get. Um, I think it's going to be really interesting. Well, that's of course because President Trump has announced that he's looking for the win the third time. We all know the second time he did win, but that's another story. But let's let's talk about you know we we mentioned how we're Gen Xers and we do ask why. I'm going to ask why things happened in this past midterm that doesn't make any sense to me. Number one. Why, on God's green earth, did Pennsylvania elect a Frankenstein monster as senator that can't function where he needs special help to speak? He's, he's, I think he's worse than Biden, uh, mentally speaking. How did he I think win? His, I think his policies are really, really scary. That too. Um, I, I think mean, the things that he stood behind were really, really scary. Um, the fact that the guy had a stroke... You know, I can't hold that against him. Yeah, but um, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be able to drive. He can't drive his own car right now. They, they wouldn't let him drive. They wouldn't fair. let him. I mean, there's certain things that you have to be able to do to do a specific job. I know that I'm not able to play basketball. I'm just not geared to play professional basketball. Only a few people can play professional basketball and make a living out of it. Well, I, I'm going to tell you something right now that, you know, it, and it's it's not going to be pleasant to hear, and it's the truth. Pennsylvania is, is not a red state. Or, I, I, let me put this forward, and you can call me a crazy, 
uh, were there shenanigans that, that were going on? And again, I'm, we're not calling it fraud because that's a legal term and we didn't go to court, blah, blah, blah. But there were lots of ballot problems that happened. Or is the system, let's, let's back up because Dan Bongino kind of turned me on to this idea that the system is conducive to ballot harvesting, which leads to choosing or selecting a particular candidate over another if that's what the establishment wants to do. Yes. Okay. So Pennsylvania, and and Mastriano had the support of the people. You just looked at his rallies that he had uh, along with, you know, Oz was not the greatest choice, and I'm not sure why President Trump endorsed him over a local candidate. I, I could I could give you that one, Alpha. That wasn't the best idea. I get it. But Mastriano was a superstar, and he lost yes. by double digits, I believe. It was not even close in terms of... No, it wasn't him, close. And they put in an uh, uh, um, unscrupulous district attorney that only has his self-interest and the ones that are paying him at heart anyway, and probably the Chinese too. Well, look, yeah, you know, all that's uh, you know entirely possible, right? So, um, moving on to some other states that are of interest, well, Arizona, for instance, um, why is it that Carrie Lake, who is an extreme diamond dynamo, she is articulate, she is energetic, she is passionate, she's awesome. Yeah, she's pretty damn awesome. I would I would agree How'd with that. How'd she lose? How'd she lose? To How is a, it possible? To a sniveling, whining, stay in, your ba- stay in your basement loser who wouldn't even debate her. Now. Wait, wait asking, a minute. Wait a minute. Hold yeah. on a second. You and I are you and I are gonna you're gonna you and I are gonna have a disagreement here. <laughs> Katie Hobbs, for however terrible we think she is, mm-hmm. she won. I don't think she did. Okay, you don't think she did? Great. Come January, she's going to get sworn in as governor. All right. So, uh, right, wrong or indifferent? Uh, okay, I don't think so. Well, here's here's what has to happen you, first. Here's your chance to claw back a steak dinner, but <laughs> it's it's double or nothing, my friend. <laughs> I'm already, you know, and you know what? I still have to give them to you. So you're too busy. It's double or nothing. I get I it. I mean, be careful. <laughs> no, no, no. I, now I don't really have to worry about where the where the fundage is going to come for our steak dinners. I don't really <laughs> yeah, care. I get it. That's but, not the that's not the problem, but no, just just be very careful here because okay. I I I'm I'm going to set aside my passion here for a second. And come let's to reality, ask, my friend. I'm coming to reality. So first of all, before Hobbs can even take office, ugh, she has to pro- she has to have the election certified. This is the chance where Carrie Lake and the rest Abe Holiday, all of them were ahead and they lost over the weeks that happened after the election, the question of it being certified is the issue in Arizona. And whether or not it gets gets certified or not will tell you whether or not she will be in the office of governor. Double or nothing. Okay, you got it. Because They're going to certify it and it's going to be over. They're, they're not. Well, excuse me. So, so tomorrow... Tomorrow is the big day. We'll find out what the strategy is. Notice the difference between Carrie Lake and President Trump back in 2020. 
Carrie Lake has been radar silent right now. Because she learned a lot of lessons from Trump. That's correct. From his mistakes. Correct. They're not going out there touting fraud. They're collecting affidavits right now. Hundreds of affidavits from people that were disenfranchised, and you cannot, you cannot discount those. People were waiting in line, and the computers were not working. The, the tabulators were not working. They weren't printing the ballots. They, they were not printing the printers. problems. I've got it. So that could be disenfranchisement. Just, yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to put the... I'm, is, it, is it enough, though, to have them do a do-over? I they don't want, think so. They want a December 6th do-over election with paper only and run by, uh, I believe, the military. I'm not mistaken. By the, by the National Guard. I'm not mistaken. <sighs> Something to that effect. Again... Am I am I going to bet the farm on it? No. Am I betting a steak dinner on it, double or nothing? Yes. Now, before I owe you. God, I love steak dinners. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> it gives me a chance to see in person. We can do a show in person, but that's another story. But that's that's what I'm saying, my friend. It's not over until the certification occurs. And I, I see a lot of differences between the, the 2020 election and now. And these problems do have to be fixed, and people are demanding that they get fixed on the local level to begin with. So I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. What do you? Well, your and, 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 and I hope you're right. Okay, I, I really, yeah. honest to God, I do hope you're right. But I, I don't see it. Okay, I, I, I'm having a hard time thinking that things are going to go the right way. All right. Okay. I mean, that's, because, you know, past performance is an indicator of you know f- future events, right? Right. So I, I just. Uh, and you know what they say, right? It's not about who votes or how many. It's about who counts the votes. That's right, and that's that's something else. And, and I will admit. That's the entire problem. Well, I will admit the Democrats have a much better machine of ballot harvesting than we do. Some There well, have been some suggestions where we need to get into the same game as the Democrats are doing and play the same game. If they're going to do it, we're going to do it. Um, that, that hurts. That that hurts me on a very, very ethical and moral level. I know. I I I, I don't want to be part of that kind of nonsense. Mm-hmm. So here's here's something else that I have to point out also, and I think this is something that plays right into this is the fact that there are Republicans in name only rhinos that were pushing to ensure that certain President Trump-backed candidates would not win. They put money, this is what I told the RNC, they put money towards candidates like the Democrats, they put money against them, they didn't support them. I believe wholeheartedly if Mastriano, if Chewbacca out in Alaska, if um, congressional seats, they would have won by much more if, if the Republican leaders all put money towards these candidates so that they could come back strong and and fight these millions of dollars that were dumped on their head in negative advertising because people only pay attention for 30 seconds. Okay. The second part of all this is the RNC by Ronna McDaniels, who is incompetent, did not have the lawyer in position to help fight perceived irregularities that were going on during the election. So for my, for my two cents of it, my friend, there's a lot of things that have to change. I'm not sure that there are enough lawyers on the face of the planet 
to cover down on what happened. But the Democrats have them. Sure they do. Okay. And unfortunately, you and I are not going to fix this <laughs> right now. <laughs> we're not going to fix it. No, we're, but we're, it's never we're bringing fixed, it. Not in our lifetime. Right. But we're bringing it to the forefront because I think it's important that we ask the question, why? Right. Well, moving along. So let's talk a little bit about uh, the former Speaker of the House's husband and his little his little uh, tete-a-tete with a so-called <laughs> intruder. The story in keeps his, changing, doesn't it, my friend? Yeah, it's weird. Really weird. I it? don't get it. I, I He was in his underwear. It. The glass was pushed in, it. not out. It was well, out inside open. Well, one might think that maybe they were having some kind of potentially pay-for-play type of arrangement or relationship, and things went sideways, and he was a house guest. Maybe he wasn't a house guest. I don't know. They're not releasing any of the body cameras at all. Oh, no, they're not. No. The story has changed. Why were the cops there? Yes. Yes, it has. It's just, it's insane what's going on. But let's talk about the facts here, my friend. Uh, uh, Paul Pelosi was in the hospital with a severe head injury. Absolutely. That was hit with a hammer to his head. And he's kind of old to be hit in the head. They don't do very well because their brains retract and they have plenty of room to bleed. God only knows if he's on blood thinners or not. So even if he's on an aspirin a day, that's going to cause problems. I don't get it. Well, well, yeah. Yeah. It, it, I don't know. I, it's all very strange, right? None of it makes sense. The cover up is what really comes to the forefront. But Why aren't they I, not I, telling I, the truth? My my guess is my my guess is is that Paul Pelosi is probably not as straight an arrow as one would want you to believe, right? You mean Nancy doesn't have him tied around her finger? <laughs> I would say that's probably an accurate statement. Mm. And uh, you know, things got out of hand and you know, one thing went to another. But we don't know what the other was. (laughs) We don't know what happened. No, we don't. We don't know what happened. But someone got someone wound up in the hospital, and that was Paul Pelosi. So he made it back home. But anyone that gets bonked in the head with a hammer hard enough to cause a a hemorrhage, eh, it's not a good thing. No, you know, a, a hammer to the head is a bad, bad deal. No matter who you are, it doesn't make any damn difference. But. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, envy the guy for getting clobbered with a hammer, but uh, maybe he should be more careful about who he invites over to play. That's right. Oops. And they, oh, they were in their underwear. Supposedly that got changed too. But oh, it's just, it just doesn't stop, does it? It's no, just, it's these people just, it just doesn't stop. This guy goes out drunk, drives, nearly kills a couple of people. Yep. You know, and then and then a couple of months later, he's he's having a pajama party with some homeless, uh, radical guy, uh, you know, and gets clobbered with a hammer. I, I don't understand how these people get themselves into these situations. I just don't get it. Well, narrative over facts, I guess, is the right takeaway for that. So well, as, as we clear, as we, you know, we don't want to keep you too much. I know everyone's getting ready for the holiday week. 
because it starts on Monday, right? <laughs> Most people don't have, you know, I got to work. Yeah, tomorrow, uh, it's it's it really is a holiday week. You know, it's turned into just a week because it's it's let's be realistic, right? I mean, you got a holiday that's on Thursday. Mm-hmm. People travel, you know, people do this, that and the other thing. Yeah, take the week, you know, nothing really gets done anyways anymore. Well, <laughs> I think does it make. No, you know, you're trying to get through to things, you know, plans are not going to move forward. But I think the important thing to take away from this is that for the first time in three years, I think people are really ready to start getting together again. Although I was listening to Dennis Prager and he was talking to people that are still not allowed in other people's houses because they didn't get vac- vaccinated and a whole yeah, bunch of other garbage. Dumb. Just Look, dumb. See your family, get together, be thankful, uh, enjoy each other's company. You know, you can have a... You can have a, um, a, a congenial type of conversation regarding politics, have at it, but most of the time it turns into fistfights, so don't do it. But uh, I got to be honest with you, be take the time to be thankful. And I want to take a moment to be thankful for my friend Alpha here and uh, other friends that I had that helped me get through a tough year. Um, I'm happy and thankful for my health, um, especially uh, things that happened in the past year. So alpha, thank you for that, sir. Um, also had, you know, got a great job now. Things are starting to fall into place. And I think that's what we all should really be thankful for is just knowing that we have friends and family that are there for us. There you have it. It's been a tough few years, hasn't it? It sure has. It's just been, it's just been one, it's just been one kick in the junk after the next, right? That's right. Worldwide pandemic. Everything shuts down. People are have lost their minds. You know, the Constitution goes out the window. We have some personal issues that pop up. And, you know, the personal issues are the hardest ones to deal with, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you, you sit there and you soldier on through all the personal issues and you, and you try to, you know, maintain a positive outlook. It's it, it It's exhausting. You know, it's, it's been a tough year. You had a, you had a particularly hard year. Uh, we won't get into details. Um, you know, I always was optimistic that that situation was going to work itself out and I'm almost always right. <laughs> uh, thankfully, sometimes yeah. others, not so much, but in this case, uh, very thankfully, um, a lot of people are going through some stuff, you know, and, um, mm-hmm. I think it's really important to remember, you know, you just got to remember that everybody out there is going through something. That's right. And it's not always the easiest time. You know, there's a lot of turmoil going on. There's a lot of uncertainty, a lot of instability in the world, and a lot of just, it's tough right now. It's it's just tough. Mm-hmm. And Fine. just... Like we I always tell, each other. like I always tell uh, the people that I'm precepting in the medical situations I'm in, or students that I'm working with, you know, you check your pulse before you check the patient's pulse. That means watch, take it. watch your face. Yeah, <laughs> watch your face. Yep. You know that was the big expression when I worked the hospitals. Watch your face. Yep. Just take it no easy. Matter. Things work out from the way they're supposed to go. But anyway, not not a very long show today. But um, we wanted to get some content out there for you, both since both Alpha and I getting our new jobs under the belts and understanding where we're going. 
We're looking to do a show once a week, talk about those current events between two lifelong friends that love to talk about current events, but get to the hard truth of those current events. And we're going to do that every Sunday. We'll get a new show out to you. And if there's something you want to listen to, something you want to hear, get us on Getter. I'm at at Bravo Golf 5902. Alpha Sierra 288 is my counterpart, my best friend. Yep. Tell us what you want to listen to. Tell us what you want to hear. Uh, Also, don't forget about our report that we have on our website, Signal50.com. I have gotten some really good feedback. Uh, People have read it. It makes them stop and think. It is an academic paper, but it's our thoughts and our research that we put out there. Go to Signal50.com, read the report, let us know what you think. You can email us at the bottom of the page there, wherever you can get a hold of us. There you have Thanks it. a lot, everybody. Thanks a lot for listening. We'd like to thank our soldiers, sailors, and airmen for protecting us 24-7, 365. Our police, fire, and EMS out there working through the holidays, the cold, the snow, and everybody out in Buffalo and western New York <laughs> and <laughs> northwestern Pennsylvania. Uh, invest in shovels. You're going to need snowblower might be a better idea. You bet. All right, everybody enjoy your Thanksgiving meal. Eat too much. Spend some time with your family. And uh, again, thanks for joining us. Take care. Bye. Bye.